Hey guys, welcome back to Asian Pop Nation. This is your executive producer, Jessie, here. You guys just heard a couple of amazing songs, starting off with Scatterbrain by Emei. And before that, you guys heard Sweet Juice by Purple Kiss. Now, here on our show today, we have Alicia, Xenia, JP, Ethan, Tracy, and of course, myself. Uh, we got a jam-packed show here for you guys today. Uh, starting off with an amazing interview with Gareth T. He's amazing, guys. You have to look forward to talking to him. And he recently performed at the Sonica Music Festival. So we shall be talking to him about that and all of his amazing music and his newest album, of course. And after that, we have a bit of breaking news. The Oscars, of course, the Oscars. But what's so special about this year's Oscars? Well, Everything Everywhere All At Once did a full-on Oscar sweep this year, bring in some Asian representation, so tune in if you want to hear our thoughts about that. We will also be taking a bit of a dive into South Korea's newly proposed 69-hour work week. Yes, you heard that right, it is 69 hours. That And of course, nothing is complete without... A certain someone whose presence may have been missed in our past couple of shows. Yes, that's right. It is Leisha. She's back to join us this on this week's show. She's back to join us, which we are all very excited for. So we will just be interrogating her about what she's been up to, why she's been missing, all that good jazz, of course. And finally, we will have a little tech corner segment where we dive into some of the weird tech inventions that we've come across recently. Now, I hope you're excited for this week's show as I am. Now, coming up, we have a very exciting interview with none other than Gareth T, who is a singer, a producer, a songwriter based in Hong Kong, who is only 23 years old and has seen worldwide success and reception of his music. So I'm not going to waffle on too much. I'm just going to pass the baton right along to Leisha, who will be conducting the interview today. Hey, hey everyone. This is Leisha here from Asia Pop Nation right here on Sin. And today I am joined by a super duper special guest coming all the way from Hong Kong, actually right here, right now in Melbourne for the Sonica Music Festival. We have R&B singer, producer, songwriter, Garrett T here with us. Ah, hi. Hello. <laughs> how, how are you going today? How have you been? I'm good. We just finished lunch. We are uh, currently in a hotel room trying to practice for our set tomorrow. Oh my gosh. And again, just thank you so much for joining us here at Asia Foundation. I know it is such a hectic time for you because at the time of this recording, your show is literally tomorrow at the festival. So, yeah. oh my yeah. God, thank you once again. <laughs> for some of our listeners tuning in right now who may have not heard about you prior, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, my name is Gareth. Uh, as you said, I'm from Hong Kong, Hong Kong pop star. Mm-hmm. You know, I sing like hip hop music, I sing like candle pop music. I produce songs and stuff. So yeah, that's basically yeah what I do. Just be making some music. 
uh, very humble, making some music. <laughs> Forget to mention, it literally makes some of my favorite music at the moment. It's very cool. surreal for me because it's like, tomorrow you're going to be performing in Melbourne in the Sonic Up Music Festival and I'm going to be hearing all these songs that I am obsessed with live. Like, whoa, from like a fan yes. perspective, it's very surreal. But for you, how does it feel from your end coming down to Melbourne? Uh, I think it's going to be definitely pretty good. Um, hopefully it's going to be good, fingers crossed. Hopefully it's not going to be too hot tomorrow. I think that's the main thing. Like, oh I'm really afraid for my sweat a lot. But I think other than that, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited to see the people. And I'm pretty excited to see the see the stage. Hopefully you can piece some of the songs that you, you listen to yes. on the show. Oh my gosh. And like, with the weather thing, totally understandable. We are supposed to be in the autumn season, but um, the viewers can't see. But we're both here repping like t-shirts. It is freaking hot right now yeah <laughs> i guess on the line of like expectations you have like coming down to melbourne and stuff i'm just wondering of like performing to an australian audience specifically mm -hmm. what sort of like expectations do you have i mean i feel like australian people are pretty friendly i i think they're pretty nice so like even if i mess up like i think they'll still be like let's go like <laughs> So Yay. I think the yeah, Australian people seem pretty nice. And I guess also on the theme of like being here in Melbourne, I did see on your recent Instagram post that you actually went to the Melbourne Zoo. And out of curiosity, yeah. how would you rate it? What was the experience for you? I mean, I like looking at animals, not particularly like at zoos, because, you know, I'm all about that, like animal freedom mm. type stuff. But yeah, it's good to see like some lions. It's good to see like kangaroos. I saw turtles. I like seeing turtles. I saw some pretty big turtles. So yeah, I saw a couple of big turtles. That was my favorite part. I really like like big turtles. <laughs> Has there been like other activities or stuff like throughout your Melbourne trip so far that you managed to like see or do? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've been trying to travel with line bikes as much as <laughs> possible, going around the city with the scooters. You know, like going down the slopes and like speeding. Yeah, don't don't go too fast and always put on your helmets. Yeah, it's safety first. Guarantee condones animal safety and road safety. <laughs> That's right. And I guess kind of bringing the conversation over to like your artist life in Hong Kong. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to bring back to the fact that you literally had your first debut concert back in November last year called November Rain. Mm -hmm. Big congratulations, mm -hmm. by the way. A three-day full concert. Oh my goodness. How did it feel performing at your own concert for the first time i think it was pretty like a pretty rewarding experience it, it took a little while to like put the whole thing together and it's my first show so obviously i was pretty excited and you know pretty pretty happy to see like a lot of people coming out to support and like people knowing the songs and you know like having fun with the band and like yeah i feel like that concert was such a good experience for me. I felt really satisfied after it, I think. Like, I mm. kind of went on a one-month vacation for my personal reward after finishing that concert. So, yeah, I'm sad that you you couldn't come through to Hong Kong to peep it, but hopefully one day, like, we can make it worldwide. So then you, Please. you can keep it on. I want to be front yeah. row seat in the Melbourne, guarantee you, solo Melbourne concert. Fingers I... crossed. Fingers crossed, indeed. But I was also curious, like, oh, after, again, performing at your own concert, like, you mentioned it being such an achievement mm -hmm. for yourself. Did you feel like, as an artist, that concert really made you feel more, like, confident in your being able to, like, perform live in general? Mm, I mean, 
I think I was always like not not confident. So like that concert, I wouldn't say was a confidence booster, but it、mm. was more so like I think it kind of boosted my confidence in terms of I was playing a lot of like unreleased like new songs, and then people seemed to dig them. So like it gave me a little bit more confidence at making different types of music. So I guess that's where the confidence part came in. Yeah, and I guess speaking about like unreleased songs and stuff like that, I'm very curious because you just released your like new single this month. Was that one of the songs that you actually performed back in that November concert? No, the new one wasn't something we performed. We did it pretty recently. Like we wrote it about like、uh, December. We wrote it in December, so it was、oh、after the、God. concert. Yeah. Oh my、uh, gosh! And I、yeah. guess I guess to like have context for listeners at home, could you give like a bit of a backstory behind like your latest March single? The English title is called Loner Anthem, and like Hong Kong people always be on their phones, and there's a lot of like loners out there in Hong Kong. Everybody's like so busy with their own work, and a lot of people can't admit that they're like really lonely, myself included, I guess.、Oh. So, so I wrote this song and. You know, just for like an anthem for them. So maybe when they're like going on the train or like on the bus, like they could listen to the song and like feel less lonely. I guess that's kind of my purpose for writing this one.、Mm-hmm. Mm. And like another thing that actually our whole team in general in Asia Foundation really love about you as an artist is again all these incredible singles as well as like your first album. To be honest, like all of these songs come attached with like so much creativity with your music videos. And even like the art for your like album covers and stuff like that,、mm-hmm. and like we're just so curious about your creative process behind your music videos and album art. Like, where does it all come from? I think a main goal for me is like really trying to defy expectations,、mm. and like I, I guess mainly it's because for these music videos. I think we just have a lot of like dumb ideas, so we start. <laughs> we just like make them like music videos. The newest one was about. It's basically like the fat little kid in Up. Like I was, I really like that character, so I, I wanted to, you know, kind of recreate that with the newest MV. And there's this MV called Dinner in Bed, and because I really like the Angelo, so I was like, Yo, let's recreate entitled. So it's a lot of like. Like just dumb ideas put together, and then we was like, okay, let's make an MV out of this. So that's usually how it comes about. Yeah. Based on that answer, it feels like you take a lot of like inspiration based on like what you like in your everyday、yeah. like life and stuff.、Mm-hmm. Has there been like just other pieces of media that you've been really enjoying lately? Certain songs, movies, shows. Like what has piqued your interest? That maybe you're like, hmm, maybe future idea for a future project one day.、Mm. Oh, I've been really into like two thousands kind of like rock music video.、Oh. Maybe that's like something I would kind of go for. I've been listening to a little bit Papa Roach and a little bit of Slipknot, like、oh、a little、God. bit of those. So yeah.、Mm. And you feel like that will mesh well in again your whole like defying expectations, always going above and beyond.、Oh. I, I'm I'm not sure. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I think. There's always going to be people that like and dislike it, but、um, I'm just trying to like do what makes me happy. Like I don't think of it as defying expectations, but more、yeah. so like just trying out stuff that I like.、Mm. Yeah. Now that's a very like I think a good mindset. You're just kind of like going with what like your heart feels and stuff at the moment,、mm-hmm. like, what you want to do. Something else about your music, which like piqued my curiosity, especially, is that your music tends to like alternate between being in English and being in Cantonese as well. So <laughs> I guess I'm just very curious about how do you decide 
with like certain songs like oh I want to write the lyrics of this in English or mm-hmm. I want to write this in like Cantonese like what's your thought process behind that um I feel it's harder to write in English I feel like English lyrics there has to be like a good like topic or a good concept and mm-hmm. So yeah, when I have a really good concept, I tend to write them in like English. But mm. I think for Cantonese songs, I'm I'm trying to do more of these slower or like easier listening songs because I live in Hong Kong all my life. So I think it's pretty good to like service the community and give them some song to listen to. I guess finally, you know, after everybody takes the time to like listen to your music and after seeing you perform at the Sonica Music Festival, at the end of the day, yeah. what do you want? like all your listeners to take away from your music what's like the main things i think for my first album uh honesty has been a really big topic so i want people to after listening to the album perhaps be more honest to themselves or to like people around them but i think right now at the moment i'm really trying to go for the it's cool to just be yourself thing Mm. yeah I think it's just good to be yourself. I think that's the main, main, main thing where I'm getting at. You know, since I'm trying to rep the glasses boys out here. So yeah. <laughs> yes, build up the population of <laughs> the Asian folks yeah. with the glasses community. But yeah. no, that that is actually a very beautiful like sentiment to end a very special mm-hmm. interview with you, Gareth. Thank you so much for Thank joining you. us. And I guess finally, for all our listeners tuning in, where can they find you? Plug everything under the sun that you have. You can find me on Spotify under G-A-R-E-T-H dot with a T. And you can find me on Instagram with Gareth underscore Tong. Yeah, that's where you can find me. 